Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. today and we thank God amen for kingdom advanced ministries amen let's give a hand clap for your leaders uh, God called uh, to shepherd God's people amen and we're just so thankful for Pastor Virgil and we thank God for Prophetess Tanya amen and we thank God for just the history oh my God we have a history Amen. Together, amen. Just being able to see them come up in ministry and to see what God has done. I was looking at, I was, I was listening uh, to a message earlier today, and it touched my heart so much. Uh, the person who wrote the song, uh, there is no secret what God can do. What he done for others, guess what? He'll do for you. And I just thank God, amen. Looking what God had done. Uh, for Pastor Virgil, look at what God had done for Prophetess Tanya, and to bring them to where they are today. Amen. It ought to be applauded. I, I hope y'all happy about your leaders. <laughs> Those of you that may not know me, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a pastor too of the Island Light Christian Worship Center. Amen. We are uh, located at 13711 Old Annapolis Road in Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> You know, I always take an honor and a privilege to do whatever we can do to help the people of God. And I, I thank God for uh, Pastor Virgil and Prophetess Tanya uh, saying something in me uh, to want to uh, be up under our leadership and to the, us to be an overseer and look over and watch over them and do whatever we can do to help them progress in ministry. So I, I, I believe they're doing a wonderful job. And I, do, I believe that God has even greater things for kingdom advancing uh, ministries. I know time is, is, is not on my side today. Amen. We have a service that uh, we start around 11 o'clock today, but I had to be here, amen, to just celebrate with you all uh, for this uh, wonderful ordination service. Thank God for my son, Mike, uh, being here uh, with us on today. And I'm just going to go quickly. Uh, hopefully something that, that, that I would say would be a blessing uh, to you on today. But we, we've been doing an evangelism class 
and I believe this is probably about the sixth week of uh, evangelism we teach for college. Every Thursday night, we, we talk about how important it is for us to be witnesses. You know you're saved, you have the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives, and I just notice how we can get so caught up in the distractions of life, and we can get so caught up in things, amen, that, that it, it, it stops us from moving in the priority, the main reason. Why, why did God purchase you with his own blood? Why did he redeem you? Why did he call you? He called you uh, to, to preach and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. You don't have to have a title. You don't have to have a name. All you have to do is testify and tell your story about the wonderful works of the Lord Jesus Christ operating in your own life. And if I was to ask you all a question this morning, how many of you have a story? I just see a few hands, but I'm telling you, if God had redeemed you, and he's, he's, he's saved you, and he snatched you out of the kingdom of darkness, and he put you into his marvelous kingdom of light, I want you to know you have a story. One of the greatest witnesses tools that we can ever use as people of God is just telling our story. You know, in the class we uh, was teaching, and we're telling people, you know, the students that were there, we were saying, listen, take some time and write your story down. Come on now. You don't know the opportunity that may present itself to you. If we make uh, uh, reaching souls, if we make Jesus Christ our priority, that means when you get up, you need to be saying, Lord, who can I touch on today? Yeah. Who can I prophesy to yeah. today? Yeah. Who can I bless today? Yeah. Who can I say a word of encouragement yeah. to on today? Amen. Is Jesus yeah. your pride? I would say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And look, the other things that we get caught up in, the other things that we allow to, to, to cloud and to, to busy our lives. You know, I heard an acronym, and the acronym, acronym says that busy, everybody busy, everybody moving, everybody going. But it says that busy is being under same children. Look, 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 we want to make Jesus a priority, a priority. And I hope if you're not doing it, I hope that you'll think about what we're saying today and start doing it because you have a story. You have a story about what God has done in your life. Some movies pretty much follow, you know, the same story on the storyline. I'm a movie watching. And, you know, it always ends up somebody in distress Somebody needed to be rescued, uh, you know, and, and, and in every story, too, you always have a villain. You always have someone like the devil, amen, like the big bad wolf, like Darth Vader, like the Longshanks and Maximus. But in every story, you have a villain. In every story, you also have a hero. And most of the time, it's the same line in both stories. But I thank God for the Father in heaven, Father God who has a story and he has a mission to rescue us. I'm so thankful about that because he tells his story. If you read the Bible, how many read the Bible? Bible, you know, has another acronym, basic instructions before leaving earth. Amen. But when we go into the word of God, we read stories. God has a story. It talks about Adam. It talks about Eve. It talks about the Exodus. It talks about Gideon. Y'all ever read about Gideon? 
Amen. He talks about a shepherd boy by the name of David. I know everybody here ought to read about David. Amen. But but it tells stories. And, and as these uh, candidates and those of you that are about to be consecrated and ordained uh, today, listen, you are about to step into the next chapter of God's story about you. Come on now. I hope y'all hear me today. You're about to move to another, uh, it's just another step up into God telling his story about you. Amen. Did y'all know that? The Bible says in the book of Romans, uh, the 8th chapter, the 28th verse, it says this. I want you to hear this. This, this is a powerful verse that always blessed me. It says, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about you, and I, I want you to know something. God loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's how much he loved us. I was looking at the scripture in the book of Ephesians, how that there's so many dimensions to God's love. I mean, his love is so great that our minds can't even comprehend it. You can't even figure this thing out, how that God sent his only begotten son into the world to die for your sins while we, not, not that we were doing well and not uh, that we were doing anything good, but the Bible said that he came into the world while we were yet what? Sinners, while we were enemies to the cross of God. I don't know, but who can understand the love of God? Amen. That all that it takes is you to believe on him and trust in him, have faith in what he's done. Amen. And, and, and believe that he died. Believe that he went into the heart of the earth. Believe that he got up from the dead with all power. Just believe in him and God will release from heaven a free gift for you. And that free gift is the gift of grace. Somebody ought to give God praise. Free gift of grace. You didn't have to work for it. You didn't have to commit anything for it. But accept and believe. Amen. That's how much God is demonstrating to us how much he loves us. And he is deeply concerned about us that he will cause all things to work together as a plan for good to them that love the Lord. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what you're coming up against right now. But one thing I want you to know, that God is working some things in your life out. Amen. He's turning some things around in your situation. And one thing, the one thing that God had promised us, that all things will work together, not for your good, but for his good, to them that love the Lord. So no matter where, what level you are in or what you're coming up against or what trial or tribulation you're going through, I want you to know that if you press up in and hang in there and keep trusting and believing God, all of this, just look at somebody and say, say, neighbor, all of this is going to work. All of whatever you're going through is going to work together for God's good. Somebody want to clap your hands for that. Part of what you have to do is just love God. Yeah. Love it with all your heart, all your mind, all your strength. Amen. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge Him. And what will He do? And it says here also, and to those who are called, mm. I want you to know those that are sitting here today that are about to be uh, consecrated for another chapter in God. It says here, those who are called according to his plan. Are you working your plan? Are you all? Are you praying, Father? Let me, oh God, 
work out your plan for my life. Sometimes we make our own plans, amen, but it's not what God wants. But we need to say here, amen, he called us according to his plan and purpose. And it says here, for those whom he was for you and loved and chose beforehand. Amen. I thank God. Amen. Listen, God knew you before you knew yourself. I don't, I don't think y'all believe that. And God chose you before you made the choice to make the choice to serve him. He had already put his hand on you. He had already chose you. He had already knew something about you before you were ever born in your mother's womb. I know that's hard to understand. It, and it says those who be foreknown and loved and chose beforehand, he also predestined. One thing that God had done for you and I, yes, we got to, some things we got to do. Some things we got to put on. Some things uh, we have to sacrifice for. Some things we have to be obedient to. Amen. But one thing I want you to know, people of God, is that he conformed each and every one of us in this room to be conformed. I mean, he called it before you ever spoke your first word. He called it, amen, before your mama and daddy ever thought about uh, the twinkle in their eye, ever thought about making you. Amen. Listen, amen. He preached you to be conformed into the image of his son, which is saying that God, by the Holy Spirit, has started a work in you. Amen. That work, he come in your spirit. He makes himself one in your spirit. Now he's moving from your spirit to save your soul, and your soul is moving from the spirit and the soul to, to, to redeem and save your body. Amen. And we thank God, amen, that all of that is because he wants you to look just like his son. How many want to look like Jesus? Set <laughs> God word. You just be humble. You just be obedient. You just do what He tells you to do. Amen. And the final, the final word. Amen. That folk will look at you, and I, I pray that you don't have to wait to get to heaven. But people in the earth will look at you and say, "There, Lord, Son of God. There, Lord, Daughter of God." Somebody say, "Amen." Bible said, ultimately share this complete sanctification so that we would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honored among many believers. The 30th verse says, and those whom he predestined, what did he do? He called. And those whom he called, he had already did his job. Let's look at somebody and say, he had already did it. He justified, that means declared free of guilt, sin, and those whom he justified, what did he do? He glorified. Somebody say amen. Amen. Another scripture that I love today, just letting us know that this next chapter in your life is that you're writing God's story. Mm -hmm. Or God, not, not you're writing the story, but 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 God is actually writing your story and have already, I'm gonna say it like this, written your story. Yes. And it says here in the book of Psalms 139 and 1, I love this. It says here, oh Lord, you have stretched me thoroughly. You know when I sit down I and when I rise up, listen, you know my entire life. Don't y'all know that? Some of y'all like, y'all hiding. <laughs> I want you to know some Jesus. You know, somebody tells you, he knows. He knows everything that you do. And it says, you understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down. And you are intimately acquainted, not with some of my ways, oh. but with all of my ways. Amen. I'm telling you, I get excited when I read it. 
even before there is a word on my tongue, still unspoken. Y'all hear that? Behold, oh Lord, you know it all. You have enclosed me behind and before, and you have placed your hand upon me. I'm telling you, you better, if you don't believe it, I'm telling you, the word is telling you that God has placed his hand upon you, and that God knows everything about your life, and that God has scrutinized, amen, your path and your lying down, and that God is intimately acquainted with each and every one of us that are under the sound of my voice. He is familiar with every Thing that you do. Now, y'all don't want to hear that, but that's how much he care about us. That's how much he love, love about us. And that's how much we should, 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 should just be open and authentic and, 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 and honest with him because, hey amen, he can tell you, he can tell if you're being a hypocrite. He can tell if you're not being honest. He can tell you, he can tell if you're uh, uh, walking in deception and manipulation. So, so why don't just line up because he knows. Somebody says, look, we are like the clay. In the potter's hand, somebody say hallelujah. Potter has been watching and observing your whole life. He is intimately familiar with all of your ways. Before you even said yes to further commit your life, y'all hear me, y'all that get ready to be consecrated, before you even said yes, before the words were ever formed in your mouth, amen, God knew that one day in your life, you would come to this moment right now and you would give him your complete yes. Somebody say hallelujah. Amen, amen. I, I just get, get so, uh, uh, what the word uh, uh, is saying here, amen, it's just so powerful to me, amen, because it's saying he saw you uh, before you even got your body. Listen to what this says. God had been watching and observing your whole life. He is intimately familiar of all your ways before you even say yes to further commit your life and step into this next chapter of his story. God is writing a story about you. Somebody shout hallelujah. For here, here's some more of what the scripture says in Psalms 139. It says, for you formed my innermost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks and praise to you for what? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nobody like you. So try stop trying to copy folk. And stop trying to be like other folk. And stop trying to think that you got to preach like somebody else. You know some people, God, God made the authentic you. The only thing you have to be is be who you are. And God will move in your own personality. Those of you that are stepping, don't think you have to be like somebody else. But you get ready to move into another next chapter in God. Amen. Just be you. And God will use you because of what I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your words, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being formed in secret and intricately and skillfully formed, as uh, if embroidered with many colors in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my oh God, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. Y'all hear what that's saying? He saw you before you even got your body. So there must have been something that you knew before God, before God, God gave you a body in your mother, uh, in your mother's womb. Uh, Y'all hear that? He saw you. He saw your suffers. And this is what I want you to hear. And in your book, 
but written all the days that were appointed for me, but as yet there was not one of them even taken shape. What is he saying here? In your book, the story that he's writing about you. Did y'all know that? My Lord. And, and, and look, in your book were all written the days that were, look, God in the story in the book that he's writing about you, your days, how long you be in this earth, have already been numbered. That's powerful, isn't it? Yes. This is God's hand that's been upon your life from the very beginning. God knows I'm talking to everybody. Yes, yes. I'm focusing on the concept that those are going to get ordained today. This is God's hand has been upon your life from the very beginning. God knows the beginning as well as well as the well, well as well as the He knows the beginning as well as the end. For ages to come, He will brag about His children. Look, look, He gonna pull out a book, y'all. He gonna say, "Look at this book about my story concerning you." Jesus. Concerning me, oh, Lord. look, can you say hallelujah? Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Never, listen, listen, never get to tell your story about what God is writing about you. And believe it or not, I'm just about finished. Never forget to tell others that God has a book with their story in it. Y'all hear it? Never forget. To tell your story about what God is writing about you. Jesus. Y'all hear that? that? That's your story, your testimony. Never forget to tell others that God has a book with their story that you move forward to begin the next chapter of God's story about you. Don't forget to tell everybody about God's story of his son. The whole Bible tells a story. God even wrote a book about Jesus. Don't forget to tell people about his love and forgiveness. Use words to comfort the hurting folks. You are a part of God's mission now. Listen, know that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Somebody better raise your hand right now. Y'all, y'all believe this. No, receive it. If you don't believe it, receive what I'm about to, what I'm about to say right now. That the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. He has equipped me. To preach the good news. To announce release. To pardon. To pray forgiveness. To those in captivity. To cover the sight of the blind. To set free those who are oppressed. Drown the dog drown down to claim the favor of God. Y'all believe it, you need to open your mouth and give God a praise. God is upon you to preach the news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Always be mindful of how you want God's story to end about you. Ecclesiastes 3 11 says he has made everything beautiful and appropriate in his time. He has also planted eternity in the human heart. Amen. A, a, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out, comprehend, or grasp what God has done. 
His overall plan from the beginning to end. I tell you, you need to get happy of God's overall plan and the story that he has written about you from the beginning and the end. And I'm so glad today to be here to be a part of your story. That God is about to play a small part in the story that God is writing about you as you move in this next chapter in ministry. Let us.